0: Geek Bill Radio. To me, my X-Men. Magneto. The last will and testament of Charles Xavier. Everything he built now belongs to me. Welcome once again, Geeks and Geekettes. This is Seth, a.k.a. Zandrax, the mayor of Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio. Coming at you with episode number 346 in your hymnals. This is devoted to the X-Men 97 trailer that finally hit this month. It's been all over YouTube. A quick review, Disney announced X-Men 97 a few years back at a Disney Plus day. As the name implies, it takes place in the year 1997, and it is a direct sequel to X-Men, the animated series. Not only does this reunite the cast and characters from the original show, but it is also done in the same animation style as well. There's no 3D renderings, there's no obvious CGI to be found. So we took a deep dive into this trailer to see what we can find, as we do with any good trailer. And as always, we reserve the right to cry and complain if our predictions are wrong. Now, older fans may remember that cartoons and other animated shows were a fixture on Saturday mornings for decades, going back to the probably the 1960s, and that went on really until stuff like Cartoon Network and other cable shows, especially Adult Swim, where cartoons and animated series became a, a 24-7 thing. I'm sure there's still some Saturday morning cartoons out there, but it's... It's not like the heydays of yesteryear when dinosaurs roamed the Earth. But X-Men, the animated series, was just such a show. It aired on Fox from 1992 to 1997. Now, to get people up to speed who may not remember or may not have seen the show in recent years, the series finale ended with Professor Charles Xavier leaving Earth behind to travel with his beloved Lalandra in outer space. He was mortally wounded Lalandra was able to save his life, but she had she had to take him into outer space to do it. Now, his exile, like what happened in the comics about 10 years earlier in the 80s, it actually caused Magneto to change his evil ways out of respect for Charles and effectively take his place as the headmaster of the School for Gifted Youngsters and basically be the X-Men's mentor. So yes, for a couple of years, Magneto was a good guy and genuinely trying to be a good guy, and was basically the leader of the X-Men. This is around issue 200 in the comics. Actually, 200, I remember, was the trial of Magneto with him in that silly M costume on the cover. But there are several key things that we noticed in the trailer. The first half of it really is just doing what I just said, kind of showing a summary of that last episode, and then it morphs, no pun intended, into the modern stuff, which again, like I said, it's, it's still kind of in the the style, but it's clearly in high definition and widescreen and all that. So part of me kind of wishes they would have gone that extra mile and still had it be in a four by three dimension. But I also get that they might as well just take advantage of the technology that they have and just make things look as cool as they can because I think really I don't get too much on a tangent with this, but I would assume that younger generations that didn't grow up on animated shows like I and presumably many of you did, where everything was hand animated really until the late 90s when CGI started becoming more commonplace. You know, thank you, Toy Story. But you go back when you get used to a lot of the 3D CGI and even some of the cell animated stuff that still uses computers and isn't just straight up hand-drawn. You go back to that hand-drawn stuff and you definitely see the change in the quality, how fewer frames there are per second. You know, the the Blackboard will fly by and it's maybe five frames of animation in in like half a second or so. So by today's standards, there's a lot of it that does look pretty choppy. But like I said, I grew up on that stuff. Loved the X-Men series, loved Super Friends the years before that. That is something I think I could probably do if I wanted to do a supplemental show would be something about Super Friends or X-Men the Animated Series or even the Justice League stuff. Just to chronicle some of those episodes. But there's a lot of those podcasts out there anyway. But back to the main topic. The trailer does open with a nod to the series finale. And remember, like I said, this is broadcast long before HDTV or streaming services or even a thing there really wasn't much of an internet in the mid-90s, but Xavier was mortally wounded during the finale, and he's shown saying goodbye to his students. You see all of the heroes and Magneto, they watch Xavier take off into space, likely believing that they will never see him again. And that's really when it kind of morphs into the widescreen, uh, much clearer animation and glorious high-definition. We see Xavier's casket being lowered into the ground. That's probably something you might not have seen on TV in the 80s. and the 1990s, it was an actual funeral segment. There really was not much killing allowed in show cartoons, especially Saturday morning stuff. I mean, I was shocked enough that they did that with uh, the Super Friends episode. And I think that was 1985 when they told Batman's origin. But that's for another podcast episode another time. But we do see... Xavier's casket being lowered into the ground is presumably to further the charade of his death. Because that's an important thing. The world believes that he's dead. And in reality, he is just gone off into space. And so I think what is being done here is the belief that maybe Xavier's death brings around some people into accepting mutant kind. Because one of the things the animated series did was the whole civil rights comparisons with mutants and civil rights and things like that. I remember there were people trying to compare Xavier to Martin Luther King. So maybe in the sense that Dr. King's death raised a lot of awareness of civil rights, maybe the presumed death of Xavier would bring about the recognition of mutant rights. And that would raise a whole bunch of red flags if the story goes the way it did in the comics with Xavier not actually being dead. So if it does get out, if Xavier does have to return to Earth and the world finds out that he's not dead, uh, that could spell all kinds of trouble for the mutant kind because I think there would be a lot of people that would feel betrayed or lied to. that uh, We were told this guy's dead, but in reality he just left. And again, like I said, that could cause some, some real trouble there, which may lead to why we see some of this mutant backlash. We do see a recovered Sentinel arm. Somebody must be rebuilding Sentinels. We do see a quick shot at night with spotlights going around. Looks like these are people probably trying to find mutants, like some dystopian future. And we do see two people which very much look like Callisto and Leech, who were prominent characters in the 80s and 90s as well. They're probably hiding from searchlights. And we do see Magneto, Standing before the United Nations, this is another time where it may be a tribute to that X-Men issue 200, you know, the trial of Magneto, where he's standing in chains before people. And we also see Magneto's castle on Genosha, which now has a statue of Xavier on it. And the last moments of the trailer, we do see our heroes reunited on a blackbird. We do see that Morph is on the team. And if you look closely, you do see Storm on a blackbird, and she looks like she is sporting a mohawk. Yes, Storm had a mohawk in the 80s, as longtime fans will remember. And she also dressed like a backup dancer for Janet Jackson. But this, it looks like she's still wearing that kind of white, silvery, cool getup. So probably no tube top for Storm in the series. And we also see Jubilee bring Gambit Wolverine rogue, and morph into a dance club. So maybe they'll encounter Baron Zemo dancing there as well. Maybe if it's in Madripoor. We do see scenes of Jean Grey where she is clearly pregnant. So we may be getting the birth of Cable or possibly Rachel Summers, both of which are time-traveled nightmares that will open up all sorts of story possibilities in the future. And we do see Sentinels. We do see The new version of the team getting attacked by Sentinels. We see a really cool shot of Gambit riding on Wolverine's back. And he's charged Wolverine's adamantium claws with his kinetic energy. I don't recall them doing that in the comics. Maybe they did and I missed it. I guess the whole idea is you got the unbreakable adamantium. So when you give it with the kinetic energy, it won't explode like cards would. And we also get the obligatory action team pose with them all gathering around Cyclops. But the big tease we get at the end of the trailer is we see Magneto himself throwing a book, or should I say tossing or maybe levitating with his magnetic powers, levitating a book to the team who look like they're ready to fight him. I mean, Wolverine's got his claws out in the whole nine yards. We even got the aforementioned pregnant Jean. So she's probably really angry to boot just from being pregnant. But Xavier's last will and testament shows that Magneto will now serve as the headmaster for Xavier's school. And I think that's been kind of the dun-dun-dun moment because, that, it, like I said, that's what happened in the, in the comics in the 80s. Magneto genuinely tried to turn over New Leaf, genuinely tried to be a good guy, but it didn't work out and he went back to his evil ways and put the helmet back on because he only wears the helmet when he's a bad guy. But that's everything we noticed in that trailer. It'll be interesting to see if this is going to continue to follow the comics. Will this continue to be adaptions of comics events? Or will they take this in an entirely new direction? You now, it's not X-Men the Animated Series. It's called X-Men 97. Will there be an X-Men 98, an X-Men 99? Could we see an alternate universe where Magneto stays a good guy? No, because like I said, that's when it really I started watching comics, watching comics, (laughs) started reading comics was around that time when Magneto was a good guy. So my initial impressions of him were as a good guy. So I actually would be intrigued to see if they continue that. Could we see other stories that came along later? Age of Apocalypse. Could we see Secret Wars? Could we see Onslaught? All those other 90s and early 2000s. Stories that involved our merry band of mutants, so possibilities are endless. Certainly would like to hear what you would like to see. This has been Geekville Radio. You can find us at geekwellradio.com. On social media, we're on Facebook, X, and Instagram at Geekville Radio. You can comment on anything there. You can actually comment on these episode links at geekwellradio.com as well, anything else we post there. Find us on the podcast platform of your choosing. We are all over. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, pretty much you name it. Just do a search for Geek Radio, you can find us. We're going to be closing out the month of February. Here, so Eco Go Radio give us is sponsored or endorsed follow, by any products or review. services on the specifically state. With views always expressed always by the hosts and or guests, do not to reflect show, so, the, the views of Geek Radio.com, Western what really Brethren Podcast, Family, show, or any of their views. Some media used in Eco Radio is the product radio. of their respective copyright so holders All Rights Reserved. Radio.